This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2797, Get Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable, by Nir Eyal of nirandfar.com. Name narrator, Justin Mollick, welcome you back to a flashback episode while I do my best to recover a bit been a tougher few months or year for me when it comes to health, doing my best to recover. But I'm happy to be sharing this episode from the past because I refer back to the theme of this one often, and I refer back to this specific post. So I highly recommend re-listening if you're a longtime listener of the show. And if you're not, well, you get to hear one of my favorite articles. So with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Get Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable by Nir Eyal of nearandfar.com. Stepping outside your comfort zone seriously improves your life. Humans have an evolutionary need to be challenged to feel discomfort. That's the main revelation of journalist Michael Easter's The Comfort Crisis, a book about embracing discomfort to reclaim your wild, happy, healthy self. Through his research, Easter discovered that Living outside of our comfort zone is good for us, dramatically improving both our health and happiness. We may not enjoy whatever discomfort we expose ourselves to in the moment, be it a physical, mental, or spiritual hardship, but doing so is key to personal growth and even just plain contentment. However, if we're to take that first step outside of our comfort zone, we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And we can't do that unless we master the internal triggers that tend to make us run back to the safety of comfort. Too much comfort is bad for you. Compared to ages past, today's world is a bona fide utopia for most people living in the industrialized world. Everything we need and much we don't need is at our fingertips. Food, soft beds, temperature-controlled shelter. We live in stark contrast to how our ancestors lived for thousands of years enduring in extreme conditions and hunting and gathering just enough food to survive. Those thousands of years of struggle imbued us with evolutionary traits that helped us to survive then, but as Easter argues, make us ill-suited for the world of comfort that's come to be over the past 100 years. As I write in my book, Indistractable, humans are wired to escape pain and thus seek comfort. Through human history, this trait helped us to survive pushing us to escape cold, stress, and hunger by constantly pursuing warmth, safety, and food. Yet our instinct to default to comfort works against us in a largely comfortable world, Easter points out. It causes us to miss out on profound human experiences. We need to now seek discomfort 
to find the right balance. When helicopter parenting started in the 1990s, it marked the beginning of not letting children outside to play unsupervised. They could get hurt or kidnapped. But studies show that helicopter parenting induces anxiety in kids and makes them more prone to anxiety and depression as adults. Children need the essential psychological nutrient of autonomy to learn how to play with others without an adult moderating, for example, to acclimate to operating outside the comfort zone of their parents' watchful eye. Another reason humans aren't fit for routine comfort? We get bored. An evolutionary characteristic called hedonic adaptation makes humans adjust and adapt to any situation, so we have to always look out for new things to be satisfied. We grow discontent with the same old, same old. The comfort crisis notes a similar human tendency called prevalence-induced concept change, a term coined by David Lavari, psychologist at Harvard University. Conducting a series of studies, Lavari found that instead of becoming more satisfied as we experience fewer problems, we lower our threshold for what we consider a problem. We end up with the same number of troubles. Basically, we search for and see problems even when there are none. A little discomfort goes a long way. The comfort crisis is all about pushing yourself to reach your full potential, to become the person you want to be. Setting goals and challenges for yourself is a form of traction, an action that moves us toward what we want. Discomfort, then, is good for you, but not too much. Easter talked with Mark Seary, PhD, psychologist at the University of Buffalo, who conducted a 2,500-person study to explore toughening, the theory that too much stress and negativity is harmful, but a little is beneficial. And Siri found that dealing with adversity not only increases our tolerance for it, but also improves our perspective on it. Those in the study who had faced adversity reported higher life satisfaction and fewer psychological and physical symptoms compared to those who'd spent their life sheltered. They also had a more optimistic outlook on obstacles, viewing them as an exciting opportunity rather than with dread. In his experience as the NBA's top exercise scientist, Dr. Marcus Elliott has also seen that challenging ourselves improves our perspective on failure. He told Easter, quote, engaging in an environment where there's a high probability of failure, even if you execute perfectly, has huge ramifications for helping you lose a fear of failing and showing you what your potential is, end quote. And studies show taking risks is healthy for you. The comfort crisis says certain discomforts protect us from not only physical and psychological problems, obesity, heart disease, and depression, but also fundamental issues like a lack of meaning and purpose. Don't let internal triggers limit you. If being uncomfortable is so good for us, why is it so hard for us to leave our comfort zone? What keeps us tethered to the known so we don't venture out into the unknown? Internal triggers, that's what. Internal triggers are negative feelings like boredom, sadness, stress, and self-doubt. They pop up and can prompt distraction from what we're supposed to be doing. If you're attempting a new challenge, running a marathon, starting a job you don't feel qualified for, traveling solo, those scary internal triggers are likely to be raging. Rather than letting them derail your grand plan to live out your values and become the person you want to be, you have to master them. How we deal with uncomfortable internal triggers 
determines whether we pursue healthful acts of traction or self-defeating distraction. Mastering internal triggers is the first step in learning how to step outside of your comfort zone in order to achieve your goals. So here are four steps you can take to disarm internal triggers as you strive to overcome your next challenge. Step one, look for the discomfort that precedes the distraction, homing in on the internal trigger. Step two, write down the internal trigger. Step three, explore the negative sensation with curiosity instead of contempt. And step four, beware of liminal moments. By opening ourselves up to discomfort and diffusing the internal triggers holding us back, we can evolve into our ideal selves. You just listened to the post titled Get Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable by Nir Ayal of nearandfar.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Take it in here. A lot of really good points here. One that blew my mind and that I'll have to put into my weekly newsletter is instead of becoming more satisfied as we experience fewer problems, we lower our threshold for what we consider a problem. This is so sad, but so true. I've talked about this on the show before. I know with certainty that my life is overall in a better place than it was 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I was working in a cubicle. I didn't hate my job, but I wasn't doing what I truly would have liked to do. I love entrepreneurship, but I was working for someone else. And most of my time was spent in work or work-related activities, like driving to work, eating lunch at my desk, staring at numbers. Again, I didn't hate it, but not at all what I'd want to do for 20 years, or even 10 or five for that matter. Yet, with all that said, my average mood was probably a five out of 10. And now, I actually work for myself. I work from home. I really do enjoy reading articles to you. I love the emails that you send to me. What's my average mood today? Probably a five. (laughs) That might sound crazy, but it's just how things tend to go. And it's the reason minimalism is such a massive part of this show. All the authors who talk about it are also communicating this same idea. Yes, you get a quick boost of happiness when buying the new car, but a few months down the road, no pun intended, it's normal and we're looking for that rush of happiness again with something else. This is slightly off the topic of comfort, but it all relates and trying to reach this level of ultimate comfort, ultimate happiness all the time. Well, first of all, it's not possible, but second, we'll certainly not guarantee a happier life. So thanks again to Nia for this one. Thank you for being here every day. 
I hope you're having a great morning, afternoon, or evening whenever you're listening to this, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.